everybody. Welcome to Wednesdays Together. I'm so glad you're here to study God's Word with me. I'm going to share a story with you that, um, for those of you who know me, you're going to find this really shocking when I tell you this. But um, when I was a child, I liked to talk a lot. Okay, who are we kidding? I mean, I still like to talk a lot. We all know that, if you know me. Um, when I was a child, I really liked to talk a lot, so much so that we would go on family trips. And I remember um, one uncle, in particular, my sweet uncle Junior, would um, try to bribe me. He would say, if you don't talk anymore um, the rest of this trip, I'm gonna give you, you know, I'll, I'll pay you, okay? So so I like to talk a lot, right? Um, and I remember when, um, so I was very close. My, my cousin April, we were really raised like sisters. We were very close. We uh, were together all the time and spent the night at her house. She'd spend the night at my house all the time. So many, many nights we spent together. And um, it'd be, you know, getting late at night. And of course, I would be talking and talking and talking. And April would just, she's just tired and she's ready to go to sleep. And eventually she'd, you, as you can imagine, she would fall asleep in the middle of my stories. And I would be like poking her, you know, like just, to, just nudging her to try to keep her awake so I could finish my story. Cause like I had so much to share and she needed to hear that, right? And, um, but inevitably like every night she'd fall asleep and I'd still be awake and I'd still have more to say to her. And you know, I thought about this, um, as an adult, I thought about this um, in relation to my prayer life. I wonder, I have wondered um, many times, you know, kind of feeling like um, I'm an imposition, right? You know, coming to God again, here's another need or here's another situation and here I am. And like, is God there saying, you know, I am tired, let me sleep, stop talking. Um, or is he saying not another need again, not another, not you here again with another struggle that you want to share with me here. Let me just, let me just, you know, give you 10 bucks and you know, don't come back till tomorrow. Um, now I will tell you my uncle junior, he did not offer me $10 to stop talking. Um, he probably offered me a quarter to not talk for two hours. So that's probably another reason that I was just never able to, um, to do what he asked because you know, the, the, the price wasn't quite enough, uh, for that. But, but what I want to tell you is that, um, I think lots of us probably feel like prayer when we come to God in prayer, that maybe um, maybe we shouldn't bear our hearts. Maybe we shouldn't, you know, like, God, here I am again. And, and, and that he has to get tired of that, right? I mean, am I the only person? I don't think that here, but I think kind of sometimes I just feel like, God, I'm, you, you are probably sick of me. You're sick of hearing from me. And what I want you to know is that that is the opposite of what prayer is. We talk so much about praying prayers that move the heart of God and how we capture his attention and how we humble ourselves. And um, But I, I really feel led to, to share with you, um, it, it can't all be about that we have to pray the right prayer or say the right things or you know all of this for God to hear us. It can't be all about that, right? Um, it's got to be just 
we just come to him and he knows that we're human and he sees where we are. But this series has been all about praying in a way that uh, that moves God's heart and that, that unites us with his purpose, right? And so we can connect with him in that manner. And so um, there are lots of ways you can pray. There are lots of things that you can say, but I really feel like um, what would be super helpful for us tonight would be to focus on praying according to God's will. Praying according to God's will. Now, um, again, I don't want you to think that you have to have the perfect prayer for God to hear your prayer. If that's the case, God wouldn't, God wouldn't answer many prayers, right? Um, so, so it's not about what we do or how our prayers can be perfected, but it is about perfecting our hearts toward his heart and perfecting our desires that we seek what he has for us. That truly is what will move the heart of God. It's not about our polish or our performance. Um, and it's not that our, even that our persistence is wearing God out. In fact, scripture teaches us it's the opposite. But what we, what is really the game changer in prayer is finding ways to align our heart with the heart of God, with the mission of God, and pray prayers according to his will. So, um, you know, we talked so much throughout this study about um, what I would call model prayers, okay? Um, uh, powerful prayers from scripture that we've seen powerful men and women of God pray um, that have shaped and transformed. And then we um, then will take those principles, I hope be able to apply them to our lives and pray those same kind of big, bold prayers. But today, rather than focusing on an individual prayer and seeking to apply that, I want to talk about a principle, one of the most important principles that we can, um, that we can embark upon when we're studying prayer, and that is praying according to God's will. Because this prayer, that, that kind of prayer, that principle, not only um, will that change our prayer lives, that will change our entire relationship with God and it can change our entire destiny, okay? Um, and so, when we pray according to God's will, that captures God's attention, that captures God's heart because that in and of itself is an act of humility that says, Lord, <laughs> You know, like in the night, like we think he's going to sleep. We're poking him. Now, Lord, this and this and this and this, and I have been bringing this and 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 this to you over and over and over. But right now, God, I'm praying according to your will. You see my needs and you see my desires, but I'm praying according to your will. And that, my friends, that will always get God's attention. You know, throughout this challenging, um, very challenging season that we are that we are in this extended period um, of unrest and uncertainty that we are living in right now. I have said this quite a few times, but I'm telling you, I feel like it bears repeating again here tonight once more. If there has ever been a time to pray, it's now. If there's ever been a time to dedicate our lives to God, 
it's right now. If there's ever been an opportunity to fully surrender our lives to God's will, this absolutely is that time. And if I may be so bold to say this, honestly, if we don't take advantage of this window, of this time, of this special season of grace that is calling our hearts back to the heart of God, then I'm afraid we may not have that opportunity again. And so I'm pleading with each of you, I'm pleading with myself to fully surrender to God's will, to pray in such a manner that shakes heaven and shakes me so that my flesh will die daily and his love and his light will shine through me. Amen. Is that your desire? Is that your desire? Let's pray right now. God, anoint our minds, anoint our souls. We surrender it all over to you. I pray that the words of this message will penetrate our lives and it will it will just go down deep and it will transform those deep places that have been holding us back from taking the steps we need to take in you. In Jesus' name. It is vital that we pray and seek God's will for our lives. Now, praying is great. And remember, um, I've said, hey, just, just pray. That's great. Um, because it, it's really hard to pray a wrong prayer, right? You know, praying a prayer is a good thing. Um, but I can tell you, praying according to God's will, that's the better thing. That's the better thing. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is already done in heaven. And I'd like for us to read 1 John 5, verses 14 and 15. It says, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Prayer is first and fundamentally for the purpose of glorifying God. You, you know, um, when we pray, it is to align our spirits with his will. That's it. We may have needs and we may have things that feel so urgent. And we may have something that we absolutely feel like, God, if you don't work this situation out, I don't know how we're going to get through it. And I'm telling you, when we pray according to God's will, Scripture has promised us he will always hear. He will always answer but we've got to make our will subject to the will of God. We must make our request subject to God's will and not according to our own will. And when we do, that's when we begin to see this new kind of relationship in our prayer life. And so, um, so how do we know the will of God? In a particular prayer request, you're saying, well, pray the will of God. Great. If I knew what that was, I would pray it. Um, so I'm not asking you to be all knowing, to be all omniscient. I'm not asking you to be God. God is the one who knows his will. He knows what is perfect. But I'm asking you to surrender your will. If there's nothing wrong with saying, Lord, this is this is the situation. And, you know, um, we kind of always like to say, hey, um, don't pull out a problem if you can, if, if you can't also 
point out a portion of the solution, right? You know, <laughs> that's kind of a rule in our in our house. Um, but but it is it's not really that way with God because we can see we can bring the problem to Him, and we may even bring Him the solution, and, and He's okay with that. But sometimes our solutions are so far afield from what God has for us. Um, simply because we have such limited vision, right? So it truly is difficult to, um, for, it, it would be impossible, I would say, for us to, God, here's the problem, and now here is the solution that I am 100% certain that it is the will of God. Now do it. Okay, no, 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 we're not God. We are not God. So we pray according to God's will. We say, this is the problem. And you can even tell him what you think should be the solution. But we must say, not my will, but yours be done. And it's not just a matter of lip service. It's not just a matter of, of we just say that um, because, well, that's what you're supposed to do. No, it is you pray that until you mean that. You pray that until you feel that. That is what praying the will of God is all about. And so ways that we can, uh, ways that we can determine if our prayers are the will of God. Well, um, you know, I said it's kind of hard to pray a bad prayer. Well, I mean, it, if you're praying according to God's will, it's really impossible to pray. But there are self-seeking, self-serving prayers. And there are prayers that um, scripture says we ask amiss, right? And so um, what I'm saying is if we are sincerely seeking after God's heart, then we will be aligning with him. But if prayer is about, um, no, I really want this, I really want this, um, we're asking amiss, I would tell you that's not prayer. I would tell you that's, um, I, I guess that's just kind of a list of demands, really, you know, but prayer is this symbiotic relationship that we come and we give, we leave it at the feet of God and he restores and he refreshes and he does what only he can do. That's what prayer truly is. And so if you are wondering, um, am I praying according to the will of God? Of course you, you say that phrase, right? Um, but there's more to it than that as well. And so the first thing I would ask you to consider is, um, is the request that you are bringing to God, is it according to the word of God? Is your request according to the character of God as revealed in scripture? Is it according to the principles of Christian life? Okay, so, I mean, like, God, it's not praying according to God's will for you to pray for God to conceal sin and uh, and to give you an out, right? Um, that's, you know, again, making deals with God to say, oh God, if you do this, then I will do, then I will do this. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna get on the soapbox a little bit here and um, I hope that's okay. Um, we are in no position to broker deals with God. We have nothing to bring to the table, right? There are tons of if-then. I've, I've talked about this many times before. There are tons of if-then propositions throughout Scripture. Um, God says, if you will do this, then I will do this. Um, and he can do that because he's God. But we are in no position to come to him and say, well, God, if you do this, then I will do this. And particularly to pray a prayer, well, God, if you do this, 
then I will serve you. And you're praying and asking him to do something that violates his character or that is in direct contradiction to the word of God or that is um, in direct contradiction to living out principles of godly, Christian, holy living. So, so that is not the will of God. <laughs> that is not praying according to the will of God. Because sometimes we get all of this out of focus. We make the purpose of prayer that we might be glorified, okay? Um, that we might be a success. Um, you know, instead of saying, hey God, what is your will? And I, I want to get on board with that. We say, Lord, here's my agenda. Here's my plan for the day. Here's my five-year plan. Here's my 10-year plan. Bless it, Lord. And, and, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done. Let, let all that happen in Jesus' name. Right? Because we think that prayer is about bringing our needs to God and telling him everything that we need. You know, I mean, I think, if I can be honest, I think the reason that um, the story from my childhood with my cousin April resonates to me is maybe because sometimes that is what prayer is for me. I am just talking and talking and talking and telling him everything that I think that he should do. But, you know, they're, 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 it's really not fun being in a one-way conversation, Right? And prayer can't be that way either. Prayer cannot be that way. Jesus taught us that God hears the prayers of every child of God. He who told us to pray, he, he told us to pray always. And he said, don't faint, don't be weary. And he told his disciples, can you not watch with me? Can you not pray? We are called to pray. Why? Not just, not just so that we can tell God what needs to happen because, well, you know, he's up there and he's detached and he probably doesn't know what I really need. No, we are called to prayer because as we pray, God changes us. God changes us. My husband just spoke Sunday about Gideon and how through this transformation in his life, God delivered an entire people, right? Um, the children of Israel. But through this transformation, God delivered Gideon. And I would tell you, your prayer life is more about your transformation than anything God can do on your behalf. My prayer life is more about me aligning with God's will, more about me partnering with him and saying, Lord, shine a spotlight into my heart and show me the areas that are wrong and that are not like you. And show me all of this, God, and change it. Change this in me so that I will be more like you. Prayer is more about praying prayers that say, God, change me, than it is about praying prayers that says, God, change them. Or worse yet, God, get them. <laughs> now, you holy people are sitting there thinking, oh, you have prayed those prayers. I know you have. Every one of us have prayed those prayers. And then we repent of those prayers. But, but again, that's asking amiss. When we are praying according to God's will, we are praying according to his word. We're praying according to his character. We are praying according to principles of godly Christian living. Um, because prayer is the highest privilege of a Christian. It's absolutely the highest privilege a Christian can be part of. Here's why. The reason prayer is the highest 
Christian, that the, the highest privilege a Christian can be part of is because that's where you plug into your source. Prayer is where you connect to your lifeline. That's what prayer is. That's what prayer is all about. Prayer is not um, just the genie in the bottle. It's about connecting with God so that he can transform me. Now, in the church today, there exists, um, I would just say confusion. Um, and it, it's probably not that we don't know it here. It's that it's hard to apply it here. Um, but really the way that we come to prayer many times, you know, we'll find ourselves saying, I prayed, but nothing happened. I prayed about this and nothing happened. Um, so wh what's the reason for, you know, why bother even praying? Um, someone <laughs> recently even uh, had this conversation with me. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do everything that I can do and I pray and God is not even answering my prayer. God is not even, he's ignoring me. I can assure you that is not true. That is not the case. Matthew 21, verses 21 and 22 tells us, so Jesus answered and said to them, assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. Here's, here's what I want to tell you. We can pray believing that we will receive. Now, this is, a, this is I said there's confusion, and it's understandable, right? Because this makes it sound like if my, if my faith is big enough, God will answer. If my faith is not big enough, then God doesn't answer. So if, so if I pray a prayer and God doesn't answer the way I want him to, then that probably means my faith wasn't pleasing enough, or, um, or there's some sin in my life. You know, I mean, uh, the book of Job, right? <laughs> what, what all his great friends told him, uh, we, we assume that it's, we assume that that's what that means. But here's what I want you to know. When we pray according to God's will, he will work his will. We may not see the results here on earth, but he will work his will he will do what only he can do. And we can stand on that promise. We can rest in that. There's a term that we use um, often to, to describe prayer and the process of prayer and the process of bringing someone um, else to God in prayer. It's called intercession. And any of you have ever been in a, in a, um, a time of intercession for someone else, um, and you're praying in the spirit, um, many times you know something, um, kind of a weight will come upon you and it, it just, it kind of sets in and you're praying intensely. And then at some point that burden will lift. And and I kind of, I, I would love for us to think about prayer in, in, in those terms, that really it's when, when we bring a need, when we bring a situation to God and we pray, Fervently, we pray with intensity and then we leave it there. And we're able to get up from that prayer time and walk away knowing that that request is in the hands of a good and just and loving God.
who cares for each one of us. That request is right there in his hands. So we can surrender that to him. We can trust him with that. We don't have to worry about what we have petitioned petitioned unto him because we know that he is in control and he will do what only he can do. And so, so when we take our hands off of the results, and that's really where, where I want to land this. When we take our hands off of the results, that means when, when our faith is large enough to say, God, there's a mountain. I know you can move it the way that I see fit or you can answer a different way, but I, I'm going to pray fervently, intensely. I'm going to trust you to do what only you can do. And then I'm going to stand still and watch you move. When we can do that, then that, that's praying according to God's will. And when we can do that, God can receive glory through that. Because what happens in those moments, we have confidence in the God that we serve. It's not about the prayers that we pray. We have confidence in the God who we serve. And when we trust in him, when we walk according to his plan according to his path. And when we can say, God, I don't know how you're going to move that mountain out of my way, but I'm trusting you to do it. Now I take my hands off and I release it to you. And I know that you will work your will. God will receive the glory. And then that is the kind of faith that God can really do something with. That is the kind of faith that moves the heart of God. And that is a spiritual maturity that says, God, I, I trust you for healing here. I trust you for deliverance here. I trust you in this world. And I know ultimately in glory, all of these things will be resolved. And I'm trusting you in the now and the not yet. I'm trusting you in this space right now. And as we close, I feel that, I feel there are some of us who have this need and we come to God and, and honestly, we're scared to surrender it to him because what if he doesn't answer it the way that I want him to? I think that we're coming and we're praying and we're checking the box and we're doing what we think we need to do, but in our hearts, it's too difficult to fully surrender this to God because what if he doesn't answer the way I want him to answer. And if, if, that is, if, if, if that has ever been you, here's what I want you to know. God is giving you a window of grace right now to see so far beyond your own fleshly hands. God is giving you a window of opportunity right here in this moment to say, God, I don't have the answers. God, I don't see the way out, but I trust you because I know that your ways are for me and your heart is toward me and it is to draw me closer to you. It is for my good. And so God, instead of bringing it at the altar and picking it back up and bringing it at the altar and picking it back up, Lord, I'm just going to surrender it to you right now. And I'm going to let go of the need for results. And I'm going to truly pray according to your 
will. I challenge you to do that right now with me. Dear God, dear God, we humble ourselves right now before you. We humble ourselves right now before you. We don't have answers, but you do. God, we were never intended to bear the heavy load. We were never intended to bear the heavy weight of giving you solutions, of working all these things out. Your yoke is easy and your burden is light. So we surrender to that right now. We submit our wills to your will. We give everything over to you in this sacred space. Even those things that are the deepest parts of our hearts. We surrender them over to you. We trust in you. We cry out to you right now. We believe that you will receive the glory in every situation when we pray according to your will. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 I want to know what God's doing in your life. If God has done something great for you, or maybe you just need somebody to help hold your feet to the fire to say, God, I'm going to leave it at the altar and I'm not picking it back up again. Reach out to me. We are praying for you. We are believing God to do incredible things in you and through you. I love you. God bless you.